Hello and welcome to the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast with Mike and Laurent. In this episode, we're going to discuss the beginning of the end of Frank Lampard, City and Villa playing the game of the year. Well, to me, like it's my first game of the year. Uh, but we have to cover Liverpool losing in midweek for the first time at Anfield in 1,369 days. We must like start for- there. That's like four years. We uh, must start Mike, there. Wh- where were you when Liverpool last lost the game in 2017? I was in the womb. <laughs> fucking incredible. Which, by the way, they should have lost like 17 games over the course of that stretch. And just this voodoo devil bullshit magic that uh, Jurgen no, Klopp sold his soul to the devil. I fucking, every time. I'm so glad they didn't have fans. I'm so glad none of the fucking field magic, none of the flags, none of the bullshit. They probably wouldn't have lost with with fans, right? They would have just. Oh no, no, no. So they would have. By the way, Nick Pope needs a statue outside of Burnley Stadium for that. But first, he should get braces. Oh God, yeah. Well, he's English, so I mean, that's that's just comes with the territory, right? But oh my goodness, I I did not get to see the game live. I went back and rewatched it after the game before our show because I saw that they lost, and I was like, "Get the fuck out of town! I got to see what happened." And Nick Pope, there was basically one player on the field for Burnley. Um, Wow. No, but the thing the thing is, it was like I was I watched I watched most of the second half, and I was like, "This is." Everybody, once in a while, Burnley lives up to its legend. Sometimes they get the shit kicked out of them. Like, I've been afraid of Burnley as a City fan for years, and we've beaten them 5-0 like six times in that. But every once in a while, they put on a performance like this where they're on a string, they're in your face, Jurgen Klopp and Deich are fighting. Every single time a ball moved, they were there. They just fucked and came to take a giant shit in Liverpool and it was a stinky, wet one. And the Liverpool problem is nobody noticed because right that's what all of Liverpool smells like. But <laughs> listen, here's the thing. I'm going to break the narrative for a second. Liverpool should have won this game 5-0, okay? Sure, but they didn't. Yeah, but like you have your all of your prototypical Anfield voodoo bullshit moments, right? Yeah. Ben Mee in the 20-whatever ninth minute <clears throat> plays a ball straight into the air to nobody, to Divock Origi, who oh, comes in. No, no, no. He didn't just miss. He hit a postage stamp of the post. Uh, yeah. You can't do that well enough. He, if he tried 100 times, he probably couldn't have done that again. Uh, just didn't need to fucking push it that hard. He could have just slotted it past Emmy, and, and he didn't. I'm sorry, Nick, past Nick Pope. And he didn't. Cranks it off the bar, and we play on. At halftime, that's, by the way, that's a red card on Fabinho. Ten times out of ten. Did you see the challenge? Did you see what happened? Yeah, he he kicked him out. Uh, he kicked so, him yeah. on the ground. Yeah, yeah. So so it's essentially I mean, right at the halftime whistle, and it's funny when you watch the replay. Like Klopp is already like jogging back to the locker room. To oh get- no, he and Dyche get into it in the tunnel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. But so but <laughs> all before this, he comes jogging out, uh, and and is like, all right, I'm going to start my team talk or whatever, and then it all sort of pops off, and he comes back in, and him and Dyche, who sort of hate each other, I get the feeling that Sean Dyche hates everybody who's not English. He's- He's awesome. <laughs> I hate him so much, but I cannot no. deny that fact. He is fantastic. You know what he is? He's a hockey goon. Yeah. Yeah. Like he makes his team wear suits and ties and be nice. Like I saw, I listened Don't to it. Don't step about on the logo. Long, yeah. I, I, I watched an hour long interview with him and he's, he's interesting, but it's all like old school stuff. Like you salute your superior officer and you got to clean your boots. You know, like all the little things that are just like, you know what, fucking David Brent, take it easy. 
you know what I saw somebody say about uh, Sean Dyche on Twitter? He goes, um, I don't remember who this was, but they were like, I, uh, when he calls his players by the first name, I have no fucking idea who they're talking about. Like, that's how nondescript and boring everybody on Burnley Football Club are. Like, when they flew that Burnley White Lives Matter, I thought they were just talking about the team because (laughs) they have no black players, (laughs) which is weird. Uh, but to be fair, you know, Ben Mee did say, like, that's completely wrong and we don't believe that, but still, yeah, yeah. it is funny that that team literally has non it's all English. It's almost like the it's almost like the Atletico uh, Bilbao of England, not on purpose. Like, yeah. They just well, like, it, only have English players. Wouldn't it? Be, do you think that the, a team in a Premier League would get away with saying we only have English players who were born in England? Yeah, they do. It's Burnley. Like, no, but I mean, like, that is the policy. Oh, 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 yeah. Well, like I mean, Bilbao, I sort of used to. Bilbao has that. Like, you can only be a Basque. Yeah, no. And I, that's okay. Absolutely. Yeah, you know why? They're not, well, they're sort of white, but they're not like white, white. They're not like Dude, English-speaking white. They speak Basque, which is even weirder. That's what, well, that's why it works. <laughs> and it's, it's multi-border, weird. right? Because you can be French Basque or... Yeah, so now that's there. That's where they're getting weird with it. But yeah, anyway, I mean, so, so we have Liverpool all of a sudden... Fourth place, ready? Here's the fun part. Going to North London next. Facing off against fifth place Tottenham, who are one point behind them with a game in hand. This is a oh, big game, dude. <laughs> this is a massive game. Listen, understand this for a second. If Tottenham get a result, and I understand, if, 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 whatever. They'll get a draw. If, But fine. But if Tottenham get three points, they go two points clear of Liverpool, which puts Liverpool in fifth place. Again, Out of the Europa League. <laughs> Well, I mean, out, of, out of the Champions League. With a game in hand on Liverpool. Yeah. You're looking at a potential five-point gap for Liverpool to get into the Champions League. Well, I think the, the crazier thing is, like, let's look at this, right? They're on 19, right? Liverpool are at the half. Yep. They're on pace for 68 points. That's a 30-point drop Yeah. from last season. They really have fallen off. And, like so – Is Virgil and, van Dijk worth 30 points? Is that what we're saying? No, I, I think they were I think they were gonna fall off anyway. And they're oh, absolutely I mean Rebecca Lowe, Lady Lowe, has has been predicting them out of the Champions League. Um and I think after wow. the after they won the league, they they kind of fell off anyway. But you know, let, let's let's talk about teams that are winning and taking over the world. All right, um, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I think uh, yeah, yeah. I'm actually back into football. Oh, Manchester City two, Aston Villa, nil. Ah, oh, it was go it was gorgeous. I was yelling, I was screaming. I felt alive. I, I, it, it, it's, it's the halfway point. This is the first game that I'm like, okay, football's awesome. <laughs> I have you ever heard a Manchester City fan sound more like a Manchester City fan, by the way? But, <laughs> <laughs> but it took a year. I was like, yeah, oh, I'm I so know, dejected. I yeah, I yeah. Some games I didn't want. Oh, to you didn't win something for like 16 months. Oh my no, goodness. No, no, we won the League Cup. We always. Oh won. yeah, what the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> uh, listen. It was the awesome. best part about the best part about how you were reacting to that game, we were talking about right after it, right? And obviously, we'll get to the controversial goal in a second. But I could give a fuck. Exactly. <laughs> You're like, I don't give a shit. Justice is done. We fucking won. Like we were better. Blah 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 blah. And I went, <laughs> there he is. There's my guy. Right. It like, was so such a good game. Stage. Come on, did you watch it? It was so I, I good. Did, I did. I did. I watched. I watched uh, most of the second half, to be honest. Oh, that was um, when that was the good part when Aston Villa was actually playing, as opposed yeah. to the first half where they just got battered. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It was bad. But so yeah. So let's set the scene, right? Like, for those that don't know, the offsides 
rule is effectively All right. so so wait, wait, the, the go ahead goal man. was scored by Bernardo Silva on a pass from Rodri who essentially came from an offside and took the ball well, well it needs to be needs a little more context than that right like if I'm who is the def- uh Tyrone Mings correct Mings yeah yeah Good so defense. Tyrone Mings, really had a great game yeah he is and he's a great yeah he's a great defender just in general but so if I the ball's in the air and I I bring it down uh so basically sorry goal kick to midfield it bounces back to the center back and mings has pretty good awareness of his surroundings and he goes he oh, looks yeah. he does a shoulder check yes and he goes oh rodri is about 10 yards behind me which means he is in an offside position which means he can't touch me right he's offside he's in a, he's offside for all of history until this year holy shit i just <laughs> The Premier League has done a worse job with these fucking rule changes than the NFL has. Like, yeah, you know how bad that is. Holy cow! But so anyway, that the, so, that the players don't know the rule. Yes, the exactly. Part. Well, it's because they change it like they change their fucking underwear. Well, right? it's not their rules. They have to. This is where you probably hate this. And and I, I remember I was talking about uh, Garber from the MLS. Oh yeah, yeah, soccer. Yeah. You can't. You don't control the rules. It's not. You don't own it. You have to go four layers of bureaucracy. So essentially the rule change was that a ball becomes in play the second a defender touches it and and makes a play or brings it down. So that's where the nuance part is. He took it down in his chest and was about to play it sort of, and Rodri just came in from behind him and right. took it off it. And he like goes, was, that's not fucking allowed. And Rodri right. goes, yes, it is. And he ran away. With I don't ball. even think, I don't even think Rodri was like, I guess I'll just do this because why not? I don't even think he, there wasn't conviction. Like Bernardo Silva celebrated was like, I guess this is fine. Yeah. Right. Well, that's <laughs> the thing. All, is that, they all had the same reaction. In a VAR world, everybody's, if it's close, they all go, oh, I hope that will But that wasn't a reviewable play. That's the weirdest part about all this is that like, it's a subjective call. It's subject, and 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 so because he was offside, like it's, there's no way that he was, right? Uh, uh, what's the phrase that they use? Like it's like a football move, right? They have uh, one of those. Yeah, phrases. A football uh, uh, in play, like a new. No, no, phase. it's like a rate, like a, a, a phase, a phase, a of, phase of play, a phase of play. That is the quote unquote for anybody who watches the NFL and you ever hear one of these morons on Fox talk about uh, a football move when he, he you know, whatever. That's the that's like the you turn and take a step after you yeah, catch yeah, 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 yeah. a catch. So so it's technically a new phase of play because he brought it down on his chest and like basically played it with one foot and then Rodri Ryan robbed him blind. Like what? The thing is the thing is is that a half a second more and it's the play's fine. It's because it's in that fraction. Like had he yeah had Mings brought it down and kicked it, then Rodri got it. I think it would have been like not tackle. Um, Mings, then I think the rule makes more sense. And I didn't, what the thing that was so frustrating was no one explained why the rule exists. That was the thing that was frustrating to me. It seems like there was a rule change that happened, but what was it trying to fix that is now broken? And the only person who I got it from was uh, the terrible, I mean, if ESPN, you're listening, I know you're big fans of the show, please, a little less Frank LeBeau. His English is just (laughs) not good enough. It's just like, why are you on? I don't understand you. And I'm French. And I don't, I'm like, Le Buff, look, look at it. You suck. Uh, give me Burley. Give me uh, Ali Moreno. Give me Julian Laurence. And give me, give me Robson any day, all day. Taylor Twelman. Would you take Taylor Twelman? I don't like him either. I hate him. I just, 
anyway, just, anyway but, the bar. But, but, not Taylor Twelman, it's, ESPN. It's, when the thing is, the question, Mike, is like, when does a play? When is a player who's offside allowed to be part of the play? Right. What's the rule? Right? And they, they they seem to be moving the goalposts pretty aggressively. Well, no, I think they, they that was the, what they're trying to solve. Is like, right. if you are offside and a ball is played, when do you become back onside? When your team gets it again? That doesn't seem right either. Um, I think, yeah, no, no. Okay, so playing that play. That's what they're trying head. to. That's what they're yeah. trying to solve. So if they're saying if the ball, if you're offside and the attacker and defending team plays the ball, when yeah, do but- you become and an, an able to play again. Um, the question is, I, it shouldn't be uh, immediately. <laughs> well, no, but but I think we're we're complicating this like exponentially more than we should. How about if you're past the last defender, you're fucking offsides until How about when? that. No, until you're not offsides. Until right. you... But that but that but that was Rodri. Then Rodri wasn't offside. Oh yeah, because, shit, because he, he came, came back, back from an offside yeah, position yeah, and took yeah, the ball yeah, off. Right, him. right, right, right. See, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. So it's, does it have to be? Um, yeah, no. Okay. When I, so, so think of it like does, this. Uh, if, does if the player Mings, who was offside can't make a tackle until one yes. of his teammates touches yes. the ball? Uh, not necessarily that. Tyrone Mings has to be onside and then the next player who touches the ball. So imagine this. Tyrone Mings grabs the ball down uh, and he's got it on his foot. Uh, who, Rodri can't touch him. Now. But, okay. Under that rule, what if he takes off carrying the ball? Uh, then don't be offside. Like, uh, what do you mean? So you, if, I just have like, let's say, let's say Mings just goes, oh, I, I have this special aura now. I can no, just no, no. keep running. Well, because because effectively, someone it's else some, has uh, from one player, right? There's ten other guys in the field, but but from from basically what what Rodri has to do is he has to clear that line, right? If 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 what you if he has if, to, if he runs and turns in front of him, now he's onside because he's ahead of the ball. They, no, anyway, I understand that there nuanced. is gray area here. But yeah, so they, nuanced, they have to but, figure that out. Well, whatever anyway, they did, they fucked it up worse. So yeah, the, the City, English went nuts. Listen, City win a game they should have won, and yes, they add, by a lot. They add a late penalty. Um, that was a bullshit handball that no one agrees with, but they got. But it that anyway. felt like, didn't that feel like you were watching like that Liverpool shit for a second? You were like, oh, that felt dirty. No, that felt wrong. No, no, it didn't <laughs> for you, you piece of garbage. No, because it didn't because. Because City should have had like eight goals, and they've been winning without a striker. Uh, and and speaking of teams that have too many strikers, that have good strikers, and we could use one of them. Uh, Leicester two, Chelsea nil. Frank Lampard, you my friend are up in line for the hot seat. <laughs> yeah. I, so I, listen, I've said it on the show before. I think, I think. All right, foolish of me to expect Roman Abramovich to have this much loyalty to anyone in the world other than maybe his own mother, right? Yeah. And probably not even then. Shevchenko. But, he loves Shevchenko. Yeah, he did. But like, <laughs> I okay. And I said it on the show before before this match. And I was like, look, if they lose this game and they lose it bad, they've got Burnley and they've got somebody. Well, Burnley, I guess now, right? But they've got Burnley and somebody else shitty. I can't, I forget who. I'll and then they come to North London, right? So if they, they have get, wolves, okay. So not shitty. So those are, right. So tough, they've got they, they've got two tough games. If they get six from those six, everybody shuts up at least for a yeah. Minute. If they win those two, they're fine. Right. Well, well, uh, Lampard's fine. Yeah. But I mean, I was reading Fabrizio Romano was saying that like the board is ready to make a move, and I'm like, oh boy. And you know why? Because Tuchel's Tuchel Tuchel Thomas Tuchel. Tuchel. He sucks. 
Yeah, but he's a free agent and he's the biggest name out there. I wouldn't touch that dude. I don't know that he sucks. I mean, look, what 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 tarnishes uh, his his reputation? PSG his face. <laughs> <laughs> he Can't just looks that. like he just is like a German technocrat. You knew he would have been in the Gestapo with a fucking long black trench coat and say, yeah, no, we know we, the, who you are. We come get to get you." That's Tuchel. He's a right. Gestapo. Yeah, I don't like. Well, him. he he lost out on the role in Inglorious Bastards to be like the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the Jew hunter, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but I mean, Leicester, th- there's a real question: Are they real title contenders? How good is uh, Brendan Rodgers? Should Brendan would would Brendan Rodgers ditch Leicester for the Chelsea job? Ooh. Uh, that was a question. I wouldn't. I think Leicester's better than Chelsea, um, especially yeah. you have a chance right now because he did it before. Like he was at Celtic and it was just like, you know, I'm about to win nine titles in a row. I'm good. I'm going to leave. I'll yeah. take the Leicester job. So yeah. he left literally in the middle of the season. He's like, yeah. I got this. You guys are good. I'm going to go leave Scotland because I got this. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think the Leicester job is probably better. Leicester, I think one to 11. I don't think there's a question about whether they have the credentials. They are thin. They can't yes. lose a guy. Uh, they just got Pereira back, who before he was hurt was probably the best right back in the league. They and they're incredible. It's a really, really good team. When they were chilling on Pereira, they were really good. It's not a coincidence that they fell apart in the back half of last season. They're really aware of that. Your boy Madison had another great interview where wow. he was on top of it. Um, they still have Madison, but you know they still have Soyenshu to come back. Like they just like producing center backs and they're like. I wonder how much uh, we're going to get for this guy. We'll just sell Soyenchu. Uh, we just sold Harry Maguire. Maybe they'll sell him to, maybe they can play Maguire and Soyenchu together at United and just make another $80 million, yeah, which is fine. Idea. So they're doing awesome. Uh, but one thing I noticed, and this is what's interesting is, yes, they were top of the league after they won that game on 78 points as their, cha- like, their pace. Is someone going to win the league with just 81, 84 like even if like for instance right if city win let's say city city win they're 82 uh, on they're 82 at, point base yeah that's no 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 they're not. yeah yeah well yeah, if yeah. they win their 19th game right if they win their 19th game they'll be on 40 they'll be on 80 right that's 80 that's not good enough but i mean assuming there's some improvement from city or some improvement from either team we're looking at an 85 84 point season which would be the lowest point total since Leicester won, since Lester. which was 81. So I was talking to my brother about this uh, the other day, uh, or yesterday, I should say. And the the I think from a from a Tottenham point of view, the frustrating thing to me about this season is that there it's so up for grabs, and there is no super team now. Is it's City just, starting it, to again? It's like Leicester, like the Leicester yes, season. Exactly. Everybody, should've... everybody is sort of. I, I think it's a little bit more competitive than the Leicester season only because everybody like city was shit. Liverpool was shit. Right. They were straight up. Right. Right. So this is the one, this is the season where there's literally five title contenders. I think I'm still putting Spurs in that race. We'll see how I feel about it. You do that. You testing it out again. Sure. Why not? They win, they win five in a row. They're right back in it. They they win against Liverpool and everybody's blowing smoke out of their ass again. Yeah. They just have to move up the charts. But the the problem is city, right? If city start, I mean, if city, really get into gear they're gone oh no without question and and nobody's under any delusions now including you welcome to the fucking table um that city is the best team in the league i've been saying it all year i've been waiting for them to kind of they weren't i'm telling you dude they they weren't they were so shitty yeah fine fine but everybody else left the door open 
right? That's yes, my they point. did not put no one choked them out. Right. Le- Liverpool has had many opportunities. Leicester kicked the living shit out of them. And that was and, only that's really the only bad game they had. Right. Well, what wanna mention one more bad game City had, right? No, like Spurs, that was yeah, right, exactly. So, but that's the thing is that left Leicester, Liverpool, Tottenham, and United, well, and yeah, I guess United have all left the door open for them. Here, right? But here, here's the reason why I get so frustrated with City, right? City have their leading goal scorer has five goals, right? Yeah. It's Raheem Sterling has five. Gundogan has five. Mares has four. Foden has four. De Bruyne has three. John Stones now has two, which is amazing. So the only striker with any goals is Gabriel Torres, Gabriel Jesus, and he has two. So we're not, we don't have, we have, we don't have anyone who you could call a goal scorer. You're acting, see, this is not a bug. It's a feature, right? Like they have, they have goals from everywhere in the team. You don't look towards one guy and go, please carry us over the line. I mean, if you did, it's De Bruyne, right? But like, no, he's been he's been kind of weakened. It's Aguero. We need Aguero. But it's yeah, not. I mean, yes. Even even last season, there was Sterling with twenty, Aguero with sixteen, Gabriel with fourteen, De Bruyne with thirteen, Mares with eleven. So look, that is you know what this team is really awesome and kicking ass. They're just solid all the way through. It's not a, it's the, their record is not going to agree with the analogy, but the 98 Yankees did not have a 25 home run hitter, right? Like they just, they just all were really, really good. They all hit 18 to 23 home runs. They all hit 280, right? Like that's man city this year. They're just, they're deep. They're just everywhere. Right. They're strong everywhere. And then they got five starting pitchers who won better than the last, right? Like, so they've just got bench for days, which of course they've got the GDP of a small fucking nation. Like they should, this is what they should have when you don't have Aguero and Hey, and Jesus couldn't hit water. If he fell out of a fucking boat, this is what you pay for. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this is the season where the depth comes through because exactly guys are just, it's just play after play. And I think, you know, to, to go back to the Liverpool game, listen, Klopp ran these dudes into the ground. I mean, when yeah. when they decide that they're going to do the autopsy on this team, you can't play Salah, Firmino, and Mane every year for four years, 35 games a year, which is what they've done. Uh, Jamie Carragher on, on Monday Night Football on Sky, he basically did a whole breakdown of big of top threes across international football, again, sure. across European football. And Salah, Firmino, uh, Mane are the only ones who've been together for four years. All the other ones break up after two, break up after three, even the messy ones with Barcelona. The only one that was Suarez, a four-year yeah. one was Suarez uh, Neymar. That was four years, and that was the best one. But yeah. most of them, two years, two years. The fact that they just kept running them in there. Maybe Jota, that was the plan to really well, just like yeah. Firmino get out of here. And I think but, it was surprising that he was the one that went down, right? Especially with like a muscular injury, right? You would have thought... Um, that it was Salah or Mane and, who and, went down. And, and weirdly, front players, they're all 29. I know that sounds crazy, but that's when they go. Right. They're starting so. to run out of gas. Speaking of teams that are strangely just running on empty or have a quarter tank but keep going because they have like electric bunny in there. I don't know what's going on. A Manchester United 2, Fulham 1. They did Another. it again, these fucking pieces of shit United. Another, another come from behind victory for United. Listen. Oh, it's almost like they put in a fully functional Paul Pogba in the team, man. Out, like, of, all, out of nowhere, yeah. Everybody's sort of like, and, they're, they're, and you included, but everybody's sort of shitting on United and saying, oh, we know that it's just a one-man band. It's just Bruno. It's not, and they, but it, listen, it's, it's great players playing together, but they're just, 
we're so used to Liverpool having a way, Leicester having a way, we know what to expect, uh, City having a way, even fucking Aston Villa and Leeds, these teams that are offensive, they have a way to play. You expect what's going to happen. With United, you're just like, oh, something will happen. Well, they're That's sort fine. of fine. You can do it that way. Yeah, but they're sort of flexible, right? And it does depend on the team sheet. But like, but yeah, Pogba gives them a completely different direction. He's going to not suck. He's awesome. If he's engaged and he's ready to go, right? Like Mino Rayola can, eat, you know, shut the fuck up. You know, I mean, I think it's, it's, and by the way, before we go any further, Fulham need a shout out because they, they need a hug, right? They have had They're a good. couple of <laughs> luck, uh, losses on the bounce here. And, yeah. and this is another one where they look really good. Uh, and uh, I, I'm worried about them going down because, there, there's now a five point gap between them and and Brighton and and now Burnley seven points ahead of yeah. uh, of the drop, and I just I don't mean, want to see. Up, they need someone to go into the funk, right? Those three: West Brom, Fulham. Sorry, Fulham, West Brom, Sheffield. We know Sheffield's really gone. They've got five points. That's just that just does not yeah. gonna happen. So between Fulham and West Brom, they need someone to sink to them right now. So. Because I think the weird thing is with the with the relegation fight before we get back up to the other teams, it's just like Burnley, Brighton, Newcastle, Wolves, Crystal Palace, Leeds, Aston Villa, they're all good. Like if they just keep winning, you're just going down because they're just better than you, right? So, they have years of being in the Premier League under their belts. Everyone's getting a lot more efficient. Now, granted, next year another three will come up or whatever. But I think some of the disparity in money that's going on is – it's getting weird where teams coming up, they just go straight back down. It's very rare. It's rare for Elise. It's rare for Aston Villa. Like Villa just hung on by the skin of their teeth. And, yeah. and Leeds are a big club with an incredible manager who should never be managing at that level. Right. Uh, and, and they could get sucked down. It's possible, but I doubt it. But I, if I were a betting man, I would place a few shekels on Newcastle dropping. They'll change, like they'll change your manager. They'll just yeah, that, get a new manager. That's fine. What one. I'm saying is <laughs> of, of Brighton, of Burnley, and Newcastle, I like Fulham to catch Newcastle more than the other two. Because Burnley are going to just fucking Sean Dyche it up, as we talked about. Yeah, and they're, they're going to they find, get, a, gonna find a way. Yeah. They're going to be a blind squirrel who finds a nut at Anfield once in a, in a blue moon. You right? only need so, to do that five times for yeah, the rest four of the or five season, times. right? Yeah, That'll exactly. give them 15 more points. That'll put them at 30. It's going to only take maybe 35. Yeah. A couple more draws. I think, fine. you know what? I think you've hit something right there too. We talked about the top of the table and the amount of points it's going to take to win the title this year. It's, uh, it's going to spread through the whole league. It's going to spread through the whole league. So you've got a few, or, or is it actually more, do you think? Because there's more diversification of the points. No, the mid, um, the middle is bigger, right? Like the look, look, bigger, at, look right. at, look at Everton, West Ham, Chelsea, Southampton, Arsenal, yeah, Villa. Yeah, yeah. They're all on 26. So the middle is, it's, it's more middle. It's a fatter middle, right? They're not. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It's not like it's a, the a drop off. It's a double yeah. cheeseburger. Now, uh, the, yeah, and then having Sheffield on five makes all their points are going to somebody, right? There's that's not true. really a fight down there. But so the, normally the benchmarks that says you're safe is 40 points. That actually we, 40 will put 40 will make you win. It's gonna yeah, be like yeah. 35. Do you think yeah, it's like 35 this year? Yeah, okay. All right, that's fair. Right, because yeah. these guys are on 24, they're on 24 pace, 30 pace. Like, no, if you have 20, you're gold. Like Newcastle's on 20, but they could they could just get stuck there. Well, I just looked at Newcastle's uh, fixtures and it's not handsome, right? So um, they've got Aston Villa, Leeds, which again, no no picnic, uh, Everton, 
Crystal Palace is an absolute, it's February 2nd, must win game because I do not see them getting. Who? Uh, Who needs that game? Newcastle. Well, both, I suppose. Oh, yeah. Newcastle. Newcastle need, if they want to stay up, they have to beat. Yeah, Bayern. that's what I'm saying. So so I think they lose to Villa. I think they get one point at best at Leeds, although they have looked like shit lately. So, I think he, so, so I just sorted by XG differential by over 90 minutes. And the record is this. West Brom's worst. Newcastle. Burnley. Sheffield. Then Fulham. That's top to bottom. So yeah. the best of the worst is Fulham. Yeah. So and then I, the weird, I, the super duper weird thing is that <laughs> Brighton is one spot behind Manchester United. <laughs> <laughs> that is by a full tenth of a goal, which is a tremendous amount, right? Well, so, an XG does not take into account penalties, of course, right? So there you have that. But uh, well, but yeah, no, I mean, no, no, it does. It does. Yeah, depends on who whose XG you use. Okay, I was I always look at Michael Kelly's stuff, so he's yeah, he's but got this is XG, yeah. not the political stuff. He must drive me nuts. Oh, he drives me up a fucking wall. Thank God. <laughs> you know what? Listen, I hate that guy, but I will give – and he's a Spurs fan, by the way. I give him credit because he has set up a an account just for his expected goals graphs. So I'm like, oh. fantastic. I'm going to follow that one and fuck yeah, I, like, like, Yeah, because like uh, Brighton's expected goal differential is 4.1, but they only have 17 points. It's like one of these kids does not belong here. Yeah. City now has the best, then Liverpool, then Chelsea – which says to Chelsea, Chelsea is underperforming what they had expected to be where they should be. Spurs are in fourth, which is where they should be. And then yeah. Villa, the teams we love, the teams that I keep talking about that I have so much fun with, Villa, Brighton, Leeds are all above where you'd expect them. That's That, that kind of gives you a sense of who's fun. And then sure. Southampton are low, which means they've been getting lucky because mm-hmm. James Ward-Prowse usually pulls something out of his ass. That's and, correct. <laughs> which is... so. Fun. Looking ahead, we've got we've got FA Cup. We're going to talk about that in a second, but um, we are going to have a return to normalcy ish. Yeah, it's not going to be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off. Saturday, it will, Saturday. but but they might be. There may be one off games because of these COVID games. Because of the COVID schedule. stuff. So yeah, we'll try and we'll try and get back into schedule. And, and I think Mike, you alluded to, we'll try and just do the table as like a notes system and just work down down the table. But the, the we're in the we're in the FA Cup. We're in an FA Cup fourth round. Mm-hmm. Most of the games are meh. We have Chorley, which is the lowest ranked team. They're playing tomorrow against Wolves. So that'll be the exciting kind of who are these guys? Someone is a plumber. Someone is a, you know, whatever. Uh, that's a good game. Fun to watch. It might They might just lose and it'll be over. But if they win, it'll become an event. Uh, right. So you have that. Arsenal on Saturday play Southampton. That's an interesting game. Uh, really not much to write home about. I'll I'll give you it Spurs for aside, a second. Aside, aside aside from well, and we'll get to it. Aside, you want Wickham? Wickham I want. Spurs? I, I'm excited for Wickham. Listen, I, I I mentioned this uh, when the draw came out on the show. Uh, they played at White Hart Lane. It was the last season. They played a four three game where Sonny was not quite Sonny yet, and yeah. I think he had a hat trick in that game. It was basically Sonny versus uh, Akam Fenway or whatever whatever the fuck you say it. <laughs> and uh, it was it was tit for tat, like goal for goal. It was nuts. <laughs> Four to three. Now this guy is rather old now, so I'm not going to give him. I don't, yeah, he he doesn't play. But all he's time. still a tank. Oh, you think he's not going to play? He's going to play for this one. Yeah, 16, 17, 4, 3, correct. Yeah. But so that'll be good. But the big one is is Man United Liverpool at Old Trafford. Big one. I'm sure Klopp did not want this game to mean something, because historically, 
under his rule, Liverpool haven't even tried to make cup runs. One of the seasons, they literally played a bunch of 15-year-olds. Um, won. They won that game. <laughs> against Everton? That was yeah. a referendum on Everton. Yeah, um, um, But I think he's going to have to try and win it. I, I, I can't. He will. I mean, he has enough equity. Like no one's saying that he's going to get fired. But if he just mails this game in, it's kind of fucked up. And then he makes all the pressure on the Spurs game. Right. I think they should try and win it because I don't know that it's political, right? It's like, can you go Man United FA Cup and just be like, nah, fuck it. Yes, you can, unless you don't win in any of your last five Premier League games, (laughs) including one of them at home against Manchester United. Then you have to go to Old Trafford and you have to smack them in the mouth. Any goals? That's exactly right. So you have to go to Old Trafford. And you have to punch them in the face and say, we are fucking still Liverpool. Yeah. I think it's a big, big game. Dogs. I think it's a, but it's a, it's a psychological game. It doesn't really have not a title race, not a cup, not a whatever, but it is, it, it is a, it's a big game. Listen, I'm not going to say it's a, it's a cup final, but it is a big, big game for Liverpool because they've lost all of their swagger. Now, good for them. They're going to play Tottenham right after it and kick this and win on a fluky bullshit goal and get it back. But <laughs> No way, they, man. Mourinho's gonna shit house no, them so hard. No, I there's there's some voodoo shit that goes on when Tottenham play Liverpool. And I'm not not at home. Uh, sort of, yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm, oh, City, I'm shook. City, City I'm play shook. Cheltenham. I don't even know who. Oh, this will be the first competitive meeting between Cheltenham and Manchester City. So that's a good thing. Their nickname is the Robins. That's so. You don't want to be the Robins. They're gonna that's get shot good, out of a tree. That's not a good name for your club, the Robins. I don't mind that, but I mean, there's a bunch of dumb ones. I mean, in in England, but yeah. The Brewers, there's Brewers, there's multiple Brewers. I don't mind Brewers. The Cherries, the Cherries are really that exciting. You know, like, um, no, I mean, I'm not really sure that I'm going to pay too much attention to the FA Cup this weekend, aside from, of course, the big one and probably Spurs versus Hulk. Um, Although I was just thinking... In the U.S., would Arsenal would they force Arsenal to change their team name from the Gunners because of you know gun violence? Oh God! You know what? Listen, <laughs> the rate we're on right now, I'm telling you right now, this is these are the two teams that should be looking out, not the Blackhawks. Okay, the Yankees and the Patriots are both going to have to change their names because in four years we're going to be singing the Chinese national anthem. Okay, <laughs> the Yankees and Patriots will be considered too um, too American and too masculine. <laughs> uh the new york baseball team that's right that's right no the new york comrades we're just gonna change it we're gonna flip oh it com- comrade yankee yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no the yankees are institutional they can't they can't change that team. that's what i thought about the fucking redskins the redskins and- is literally a racial slur yeah, it is, it is, it is. not the redskins but the cleveland indians by the way i brought a chief while who had the second that 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 news i think that's that's ridiculous it's literally named after like you can ban chief wahoo okay that's pretty bad Eh, no no the one by the way the one the braves had in the 70s that one was bad all right (laughs) that was bad chief wahoo is fine by the way what else the red skin with the the big smile come on yeah okay okay i'll give you but they could be still called the indians it's literally named after a guy who was an indian yeah oh what are we going to do? Are we going to whitewash major league now? And you like, you call them Cleveland baseball team in the movie. No, are you going to exactly. go back? The and art re- is already there. L- listen, don't, don't go back. You know, it, it becomes very like, 
you know, the Ministry of Truth com comes in and has to like erase oh, history. Oh, have you not you, seen? We're there, buddy. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's 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 the stupidest hill to die on. I know. History of stupid. That well, that's the thing is that everybody is kind of in. Well, not everybody. I guess only seventy-five million people have been saying that for eighteen months, being like, hmm, that's no, kind I, of ridiculous. I don't, the thing is, is like, will you just? You cannot agree with me, but giving people two thousand dollars, fifteen dollar minimum wage actually helps people, even if you think it's too much money, whatever. Like in the short term, hey, they got money. Good for them. Hey, the two thousand dollars, I agree. But the $15, $15 an hour, it's like, hmm, we're going to just, oh, uh, are you already sick and dying, small businesses? Here's a gunshot wound to the temple. Like, yeah, it's just. Yeah. I, I hear you. I get it. I get it. I get it. Maybe I'm not maybe, saying it, people maybe it's under under five people that has to be that way. All I'm saying is, is like, you can help people and changing names of things that is the easiest thing to do while you line your pockets with Chinese money, like you said. Holy dog shit. <laughs> Laurent and Mike have found <laughs> a bridge to walk over holding hands no we're fine don't worry no, about it I know. it's I'm okay kidding. it's okay listen no I, no no. i don't I love i, I love my friends i don't care what you fucking think you're still oh you're dude i hate you. myself i'm not you know but no, no it's it's that that's yeah we've we got bored of the fa cup we started talking about politics. <laughs> <laughs> but so 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 we're, we're good no no it's fine we can we can it's, it's part of living we need to know who everyone is but um so fa cup the big game is is the man united game then we have the Premier League will return uh, right after that, and the but we will have a show before that. So but that's we will I have like, a show before yeah. that to cover things, and it's all very exciting. That was the one and only Squeaky Bum Time podcast with Mike Salerno and Laurent Cortines. We do a show Mondays and Thursdays, especially when Mike shows up. I try and do them. <laughs> We've only missed one. But uh, please like, subscribe, share all the stuff you do to make people listen to this. There are 12 of you, and I like you. I'll speak to you later. Bye.